Great morning and welcome back to Health Tip Tuesday. How is everyone feeling today? Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. And uh, today on the podcast, we are going to discuss the importance of rest. Yes. And one thing that a lot of us don't do is we don't rest. And, you know, we've been taught according to the world's way of living that we just got to keep going. We just got to keep going. Right. And um, we've also been taught this saying that says, I'll sleep or I'll rest when I am dead. And, you know, I remember at a point in my life saying that because I worked so much, right? I did so much that sometimes it seems as though sleep was a far-fetched accomplishment and I wasn't resting. (laughs) I was not properly resting. And, you know, I want to bring an highlight to this because the enemy, which is the devil, because he has been stripped of his power and he can only have authority and power through our agreements, he has no rest. God has given him no rest. The Bible says that the devil walks to and fro seeking whom he may devour. And if he can devour your rest, he can throw your timeline off, he can throw your day off, he can throw your activities off. And we become agitated, then we become not efficient and sufficient in what it is that we set out to accomplish. And it can be annoying. I don't know about you. I I like my rest, okay? (laughs) I like some good rest. And it's important. You know, our children, we make sure that they get their eight, nine hours of rest. Babies, they're going to get their rest regardless, right? But adults, it's so hard for us to get our rest. We don't necessarily think it's important, you know, I used to think that if I can just get a couple hours of rest, I'll be good, right? But who knows that you do that so many times, eventually your body's going to crash. Eventually your body's going to say, hey, it's going to force you into rest because we're living organisms and we're human. And what encompassed in us is rest, right? God speaks on this in Hebrews chapter four, verse one, where God said, I gave you rest. God even rested on the seventh day, on the seventh day after creating the heavens and the earth and the vegetation and man and took him six days and he rested on the seventh. And that is why we um, highlight the Sabbath. A lot of people don't, but the Sabbath is important. It's not a law, right? We're not under law anymore, but 
God gives us a day of rest. Now, I believe that that is not the only day to rest. You know, when you get to a point to where you're starting to become flustered, frustrated, overwhelmed, that is a time to rest. And a lot of times when people ask God, Lord, help me, Lord, please help me, the help is rest. But because we're so used to being robotic in this world because we have to work, we have to get a check, we have to pay our bills, we think that what God is going to do is going to be this crazy, out-of-the-box solution. But it's simply rest. God calls us to rest. And I'm going to read it in the scriptures because, as you know, this is a, a biblical-based podcast. And everything that I speak about is founded on the foundation of God and his reason and purpose for us in living and talking about the different aspects of our lives. So here on Health Tip Tuesday, um, in the previous uh, last, well, the previous weeks that we have discussed, we have talked about how to, first we talked about food. We talked about the first sin, which was eating. And we talked about consistency. We have discussed how to lose weight, how to maintain weight, gluttony. We've talked about a lot. And so in to kind of carry over last week's topic where we were talking about how to maintain your weight, this is one of the key components. And there's a lot of components when it comes to a healthy lifestyle. Um, But rest is, in fact, one of the key components. And your health trainers and your doctors will express this, that rest is important. Rest is important for anybody, right? And so when we rest, the root word is R-E-R-E, right? It means back or again. So to come back to life, right? Uh, To be able to do something again, because if you've gone all week only getting two hours of rest, right? And you work 12, 13 hour shifts in whatever you do, whether it's a nine to five, whether it's managing your business, whether it's an at-home mom, whatever you do that consumes your time, you have to reboot, There is that word again, re, right? You have to reboot. You have to rest, right? And so it also indicates repetition. Is that word again, right? Mastery is birthed through repetition. You do something long enough, it becomes your nature. And that's uh, what's important in weight loss, repetition, right? And, um... In the world, they have this saying, they say, uh, I just lost my train of thought on what I was going to say, but either way, mastery is birthed through repetition. And so you do things long enough, it becomes who you are. And it came back to me. (laughs) Uh, You can break a habit in 21 days through repetition, do the same thing over and over. So go to bed at a certain time, you get up at a certain time. 
you stick to your schedule, you work out, you listen to your self-improvement sessions, whether that be a podcast or a book, right? You rest, you may eat brunch, or if you're intermittent fasting, you may drink water, you may take time to sit outside and breathe. There are things that your body needs in order to keep you going. So you can break a habit in 21 days if you truly want to. It just requires, again, re, okay, repetition. It requires repetition. And so seven or more hours of rest is recommended for adults. Now, if I can be honest, I don't always rest seven hours. Sometimes I get six, sometimes I get five. Um, some, and, and it's, and it's really rare. It, it really is. Um, because I, my brain, the type of brain that I have, I'm a very creative person. Um, and a lot of times it's kind of hard to shut my brain off. I, sometimes I have to pray to get my, my brain to stop going, <laughs> I really do. And um, and a lot of times, you know, it's not easy. <laughs> Excuse me. No matter what people tell you, right? People tell you, it's man, just go to sleep. But a lot of us, we have a lot of things on our mind. And a lot of times, we can't rest, right? So... I remember I was listening to, <clears throat> excuse me, I listened to this, what's the word, like a, I don't want to call it a meditation, but it's kind of like a winding down to help you rest, and um, it really helps for me, and it's, it's very easy to not rest. So I will turn it, it's on YouTube. And I want to find this scripture, y'all. I believe it's in Psalms. Just bear with me a second. I believe it's in Psalms. Hmm. So they have this, you're able to rest. And um, I can't find it. Let's see. One second. Instagram. I'll be right back. I need to find this scripture because I have it. I even have it saved. It's Psalms 127 and 2. Okay, I'm back Instagram. Sorry about that. Psalms 127 and 2. And as I was listening to this meditation, and when I heard this scripture, when I tell y'all it was like a relief, right? It was like, wow, you're, you're speaking to me. Because I felt as though sometimes I would be up late, like 2, 3, 4, 5 in the morning, and then I would sleep in the day because I'm a creator. So I, my ideas, they just flow. They just flow. They just flow, right? But listen to what Psalms 127 
127 and 2 says, this is a King James Version that I'm going to read the new. So it is vain for you guys up early to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. So this is the New Living Translation. And it says it is useless. And this is what I love about the different versions. Like it is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat for God gives rest to his loved ones. So rest, right? God gives us rest. But in the world, they force us to not rest, right? Because we have to work 40 hours and we have bills to pay. We have things to do, right? But God says, I give you rest, right? Y'all bookmark that scripture, Psalms 127 and 2. It is useless to rise early in the morning for food, right? To work for food it is in vain. God said it is useless, right? We have to get our proper rest. So when I heard that, y'all, my spirit leaped. I was like, okay, God. I'm, I'm, and, I, and I've been doing better. I have been getting my rest, okay? Now, sometimes I might take an hour or two nap in a day because I'm afforded that ability to do that. And I actually enjoy it because, honestly, as a child, I missed my childhood. So I didn't really rest. I had a lot of anxiety. I had a lot of depression. I had to play the mother role a lot. So I really did not get to enjoy being a child. And so sometimes I'll be falling into my naps, okay? And I enjoy them. If you can catch a nap, catch a couple of Z's, get you some rest, okay? <laughs> it is truly important. So all in all, y'all, rest. Rest. And remember, the devil is behind you not getting rest because the devil, he does not sleep because God took that away from him. And that's why the Bible says he walks to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. Do not allow him to devour you with you not having the proper rest because you have to work. And a lot of times it's because we don't trust God. You know, people say they trust him and God is a provider and God's going to pay my bills. But we don't truly leave it in his hands. We don't truly, you know, ask him, Lord, how can I do it your way? God doesn't intend for us to work three and four jobs that are really not paying the bills. God says, I give you the power to get wealth. According to Deuteronomy chapter eight, verse 18, God says, I give you the power to get rest. I mean, to get power. I mean, God gives you power to get wealth, right? And so uh, when we do it God's way, there's safety. There's safety in, in, in your life, right? And so I am thankful for my life because God literally supplies all of my needs, like every last one of them. And sometimes I get fearful because I'm like, Lord, what's the next step? Like, what are we doing? What, you know, because we like, we're humans that like to be in control. We like to know how, when, what, where, right? And there's nothing wrong. It's not like God is withholding it. But in order for you to learn to trust him, you got to kind of just back off, right? It's like being in a marriage. 
when you get married, you want to be able to trust your spouse. You want to be able to trust them. When you're a child, you put your trust in your parents that they are taking care of everything that you need. If you're single, your trust is in yourself, right? And as a single woman, it is truly important that I trust God. And that's what he's been teaching me, to trust him, to rest, to find rest in him, right? So I'm going to read from Hebrews chapter 4, and this is about rest. And it it goes all the way to verse 16, but I'm just kind of going to go as the Lord leads. So uh, chapter 4, verse 1, let us therefore fear least a promise being left us of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard of it. So I want to stop here because this goes into the factor of trusting God. This goes and plays into a factor of believing that God can provide all of your needs. And I'm not saying that you are not to work. That's foolish. We have to work, right? But what I'm saying is, and it may not even be a nine to five job, right? But in order to believe in the master, in order to believe in Abba Father, in order to believe that God will provide for you, you have to have faith. You have to have faith. Faith on top of what you heard. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You don't see what God is doing, but you have faith based off of what you heard. What? Who are you listening to? What? Who's talking to you in your ear? And I'm talking to myself, right? I, I really am. Because a lot of times... <clears throat> When you don't remind yourself of the goodness of God and remind yourself of all that he's already done for you, you can put yourself in a position of worry, of anxiety. And God doesn't want that. You can't be all that he's called you to be, being in a state of worry. And so the gospel of God, the gospel of Christ, is purely off of faith. It really is. And if you think about all of the other religions, it's off of what you can see. It's off of a physical prophet, right? They say, Allah, he was born on this day. He died on this day. You can track what he's done in life. You know who his wife is. You know who his children are, right? But the gospel of Christ is not like that. And that's honestly what deters a lot of people from believing in the Bible, from believing in God, because they want facts. And it's not that God is withholding those things. There are many books that teach about those things. But is that really important to your salvation? Is it? When you were studying in school for biology, and you were studying the book, and the book was written by, let's say, Einstein, for an example. 
did knowing his background, who he was married to, how many children he had, what college he graduated from, did did that matter when you were in school? No, it didn't. We just read the textbook. The textbook said that biology includes this and biology includes that, but we didn't have to know all of that background for us to pass the test. We didn't have to. But it's a it's another form of way to deny God's power. Oh, he's mystical. Oh, he's just, you know, in the sky. Oh, he's just floating on a cloud. And so we miss the mark. We miss it. And we miss it in the sense of not fully giving over ourselves to God and trusting that he is going to make a way out of no way. God is God. God is God. He is real, people. And that's what I love about the Father. He's not fake. He's not Harry Potter. (laughs) He's not a Transformer. He's not Superman. I mean, he is, but he's not limited. We limit God. We do it all the time. And so with us limiting him, we limit ourselves. We limit ourselves. And so we go out and we get two, three, four, five jobs. And we work ourselves to death. I'll rest when I am dead. And we work. And we work. And we barely have enough. And then we don't tithe. Because I barely have enough. And then we don't pray. Because I barely have enough time. It's barely, barely, barely. But God said I came to give you life and life more abundantly. That's what he said. That's what God said. I came to give you life and life more abundantly. And so life is more than just working, right? Life is more than just punching the clock to pay some bills. A lot of us haven't really experienced life. Life is rest. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Because when you're when you're at peace, peace is prosperity. So when you're at peace, when you're at rest, there are so many ideas. There are so so much that God has put in you that He can now begin to birth to come out of you. But when you're caught up in the rigmarole of life. And living according to this world and living according to paying bills, we miss him. God is so much more than what we have made him to be. He is. I believe it's wrong. I know it's Romans 1, but I think it's either verse 23 or 28, where it says that we have made an uncorruptible God 
like an image of corruptible man. We have dumbed down God to the point of man. Man is nothing like God. Without God's power and his spirit, we are nothing like him. We are actually the total opposite. Look at the world. The total opposite of God's statutes, God's standards, God's ways. God does not want us to suffer. He does not want us to suffer. He does not want us to struggle. He does not want us not to rest. Right? So, as you go on on your weight loss journey, even people who are gaining weight, because there are people who who want to gain muscle, they want to gain you know body weight. Rest is important. A lot of times, we find ourselves in the gym for hours, and I'm I'm not knocking anybody for it, but it it's not required. It's not nutrition is required. But unless you're toning, and some people want to tone for hours and for days, it's nothing wrong with it. But a lot of times we're doing that because we're seeking a false identity. We're wanting to look a certain way because we think that it will make us appear a certain way in front of people. Right? So all in all, God wants us to rest. So in verse 3 of Hebrews chapter 4 and 1, verse 3. For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And in the place again, if they shall enter into my rest, seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached, enter not in because of unbelief. There's that faith. There is that thing. And again, he limiteth a certain day, saying in David, Today, after so long a time, as it is said, Today, if we will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. See, when you have unbelief, when God speaks, it causes you to harden your heart because you don't believe in what he is saying to you. So every time you hear a prophetic word, every time you hear God's standards, his ways, because they are contrary to what you currently think in your mind, it causes you to harden your heart. Think about bread, right? You keep it in the package, it will stay soft. But if you leave it out, every single day it's going to succumb to its environment. We succumb to our environment every single day. And that's why it's important to listen and adhere to God. God says, my sheep hear my voice. It will not hearken unto the voice of a stranger. Again, who 
are you listening to? Those thoughts, those those uh, little evil things that just goes off in your mind. Oh, you can't do that. You'll never be that. You'll never win. You'll never rest. You'll never be fruitful. You'll never be wealthy. You'll never, you'll never, you'll never, you'll never. That's all we hear. You'll never, you'll never. But God says, I gave you the power to get well <laughs> in whatever aspect that is. God, God, God. It's time for us to get on God's time. It's time for us to get on what God says, right? I'm just telling you what the, thus says the Lord. So harden not your hearts and you will not be able to enter into the proper rest because of unbelief. I get my rest, okay? I do. And it's important that you do too. And I have a full schedule. I'm up early in the morning for prayer. I read my Bible. I read a book for self-improvement. I take my course. I go for a walk. I exercise. I, I Eating healthy, it takes time. You have to meal prep. Again, that, that goes back to that preparation we spoke about on how to lose weight. Part of that plan, right? So add rest to the plan. And not just resting on the seventh day, but rest, finding rest throughout your week, taking time, cut the TV off, stop scrolling on TikTok and Instagram. Take that 30 minutes to just decompress, to just rest, to just focus on self. Give God time to talk to you. You need time to hear from him. But if everything else is going into your ear gates, then he can't talk to you. Trust me, you want to hear from God. You want to enter into his rest. You want to enter into his rest. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works as God did from his. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of un belief. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. <clears throat> Excuse me. But all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom he hath to do. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. 
for we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like we like as we are yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. God sent Jesus to die on the cross for us. And when Jesus was on the face of the earth, he showed us that we could walk this this life of Christ. But one important key component is to rest. We must rest. But the only way to enter into God's true rest is to have faith and believe in his word. The mighty power word of God, which is quicker and sharper than any two-edged sword. That's that's good, right? So as we bring Health Tip Tuesday to a close today, I want you to take a look back to the previous podcast where we discussed eating, we discussed consistency, we discussed what gluttony is, and gluttony does not just refer to obesity. There are people who are in shape. There are people who are small who indulge in gluttony because of emotional issues, because of oppression and depression and things of that nature. And then we discussed on how to lose weight. And then we also discussed how to maintain weight. And now we're speaking on rest. Find God's rest. Give a moment to God for him to talk to you. And he will. So there's this book called Overcoming Familiar Spirits. And it's by my pastor, Pastor Keenan T. Bridges. When I tell y'all, this book has saved my entire life, transformed my life, broke off some demonic debts and demonic liens on my life. It has 14 chapters, I believe, or 15. Hold on. Yeah, 14 chapters. And the 14 chapter is labeled Walking in Total Freedom. Walking in Total Freedom. Y'all, I have wrote all in this book, okay? It is truly a manual to set the soul free. Look at that. I'm telling you, it, it helps. It helps. It helps. But overcoming familiar spirits in the sense of weight loss and health, it's, it's overcoming the food demon, as I like to say. It's the food demon. We've been taught. It's a spirit. It's a spirit because when we eat, it releases cortisol in our body, which is the happy, like the happy feeling that things are okay. It's like a comfort, right? This, there are prayer of releases in here. The chapter seven, the power of the spoken word That was really good. I'm going to read the prayer release for that one. Heavenly Father, 
I acknowledge that you want my words to bring your truth, love, and blessings to the world. I repent for all the times I have used my words for negative purposes, complaining about my circumstances, bringing an atmosphere of hopelessness and despair, or speaking ill of other people. I break any negative agreements I have made with the spiritual forces of darkness, and I ask you to forgive me and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Thank you that Christ was redeemed. I'm sorry. Thank you that Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. Father, fill me anew with your Holy Spirit. And may every word I speak reflect the fruit of Jesus's righteousness. Let there be no cause for any curse to have power in my life as I walk in your ways. In Jesus name, amen. You can apply that in any area of your life. What, what word curses have you spoken? over your life. That goes back to the, I can't, I can't lose weight. I can't eat right. I can't work out. I can't, I can't, I can't. But those are negative agreements that you have gone into with the forces of the spiritual realm of darkness. Break those word curses over your life today. Speak life. There is truly the power of the death the power of the tongue holds life and death, and what you speak will come to pass, right? But that's only if you believe it. God said that in his word. Do you have a heart of unbelief today, right? It has been a pleasure coming to you guys live again on this beautiful Tuesday, and I hope that you find rest Ask God, pray. Prayer works. God hears you, right? And as people of God, it is our job to work out our own soul and salvation. We must put in the time. We must be responsible, accountable, and find rest. I am your host, Ambassador Denise. As usual, it was a pleasure to speak to you. Please share this video please comment. Let me know if you need help, if you need prayer, if you need to talk. We all need help. We all need prayer, right? God will answer you. Go to the Father. He is your Father. He created you. God knew you before you were even stitched in your mother's womb, and he ordained you as a prophet to the nations. You have a great calling on your life. Don't allow the enemy to continue to take from you. Amen. God loves you and so do I. Until next Tuesday, you guys stay safe, blessed, and healthy. Bye-bye.